With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Thursday, August 1st already. 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a moment, my co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, will be joining in. Uh, We ask you guys to call in and share with us the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture of the day. You can give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. We appreciate you Give us a call and let me know what your opinions are. Let's go ahead and uh, stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? What's going on, dude? Nothing but a fine. Just relaxing and enjoying a, a nice Thursday here in Northeast Ohio. Nice. I almost had to go for a drive again. It was so nice out. But I did. Nice. I stayed home. How are you doing? Yeah. Once again, in Vegas. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, just hot. Like a hundred and two. Hundred and two. We're staying in the high. We're staying in the low eighties for the next five days, but at least the humidity's gone for a while, so I'm happy. Nice. Not as bad here. Oh, dude, I made. I I've become addicted to Amish oatmeal cookies. Basically, you go to the Amish store and you buy just a little packet, and they pre-mix everything for you. You had half a cup of water and a pack of chocolate chips. These things are like crack, dude. I've been making these things like every other week. I'm going to gain all my weight back. It's horrible. I made there some is, last there night. Is probably, there stuff. probably is some. There's no additives in there? Well, they're Amish, so probably not. So, so your body's reacting to actually eating natural <laughs> with like it is, no preservatives it, yeah, I, don't, no. I have no idea it's, I mean it's wild it's all this prepackaged stuff it looks like you're opening oatmeal and basically right. you add a half a cup of water is all and then I add chocolate chips because I like little chocolate and uh, it's good stuff man you two ninety nine, and it makes about three dozen cookies or so and I'm and I'm happy with it so I made some nice. last night and they're almost all gone it's horrible dude you're, you're, horrible you're making thing. me want to have Oatmeal cookies. Is this going to be a foodie show? Uh, you never know. I'm they always sushi. turn into one. You know how we get. On I miss eating sushi, eat. actually. Oh, yeah? I yeah, sushi not my forever, bag. Dude. I don't do sushi. I well, don't everybody's do all worried food, about you know, all the, you know, all the, I, all I the um, worms and all the shit that's in them. So people are all worried yeah. about parasites. And I'm just like, I mm, I'm missing sashimi. Some salmon sashimi would be really good right about now. I don't like seafood day. cooked or raw, so sushi is not my not my bag. But my uh, so it won't be a foodie show about about seafood. Um, I talk. I bring other people on to talk about it. I don't talk about it. I just <laughs> nod and wave. Nod and wave nice. and say, okay, you go for it. You I, know, it I used to be I used to be a really big seafood fan. Like I, I used to love eating shrimp. And mm-hmm. we've just done too much to the uh earth uh, to the water, to to our oceans. We've just done too much damage. And uh I'm you know, I, I've really been veering away from eating any seafood. Um 
but you know there are there are some good things in this. Uh, not only are we polluting the the environment or, or the oceans with all of our wastewater and and all of our fertilizers and all of our oils and all of our plastics, um, but I, I have seen lately um, videos online of people. Uh, and I don't know, you know, I mean, they may not be as current as I wish they were. Uh, I'm not sure what the dates were on any of this, but there was a pot of whales that um, got that beached itself. And partly it's because of the, the Navy's uh, sonar tests. Uh, you know, whales, that's it'd be like somebody just walking up to you and pounding, well, they've got the LRAD, but it's just pounding you with a really low bass note. And I mean, really loud in it. And it just, you know, it screws up your entire day, screws up your entire life. So um, it's just like when you're not supposed to tap on a, on a, on a fish tank. Yeah, you people out there, stop tapping on your fish tanks. How would you like somebody to come up to you and just start punching you? Because that's what they're feeling. They, a lot of fish are based on sonar. They're based on, on having these sound waves come back to them to know where any one thing is in the ocean. So, cause they right. can't, you know, see that far. Um, they can see, but they can't see that far. And they use mainly sonar uh, to, to figure out where things are, be it a rock formation, be it a ship, be it another uh, animal that's, that's in the ocean with them. So, um, we're just pounding them, and they they beach themselves a whole pot of whales. There's, dude, there had to be sixty whales up there, and a, a whole crowd of people started pushing them back into the water and making sure that they had water. You know, make sure that they had water around them, and that you know, and trying to help them get back in, even though it may be unsafe because of you know, like I just said, the the navy sonar. Uh, we do a number. Our military's done a number. By the way, I read a story, and I don't know where it came from. Um, I, I, I need to recheck my sources, but the, our, our, our uh, armed forces are the number one polluter in the world. Like, we leave hazardous waste all over the place with, with our military. And I, I'm, I'm just really? wondering how we can, yeah, how we can, how we can curtail that. How, hey, you know, I, I think we need to clean up after ourselves once we've been in an area with our military. So I, I think that's part of the problem is we're just not cleaning up after ourselves. We leave a bunch of hazardous waste behind. So, uh, you know, that's not, that's not good for anybody. That's not good for us. It's not good for the earth. It's not good. You know, yeah, we, we need Google to really search clean up ourselves. on June 28th. Uh, last month or month and a half ago now I can't believe it's August already right. but June 28, 2019 U.S. military is a bigger polluter than 140 countries combined countries wow yeah yeah wow yeah, that was, that, 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 yeah I saw I saw that too I'm not sure where that what that source is is that like Business Insider or some shit it's I'm not a, sure what that this source is, is Quartz Magazine Quartz um, okay. thing is just the first thing that came up on my Google search, but yeah. There's, yeah, there's wow. just a lot of sources that you know I don't trust, but I, I compile as much information from all sources that I can. So that's right. how I get my information, or that's how at least I you know try to figure it out, decipher the information that's out there. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, we supposedly are one of the biggest polluters in in the world. Just our military. Forget, you know, us buying plastic straws from our president and frickin' dumping them into the ocean. Forget that. We're just hey, hazardous waste. Man. You know, that's stuff that we're leaving behind in different areas and after our military's been there. So that's pretty nasty. We shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't leave the responsibility up to other people, especially if it's our military. And it's all over the world. Like, we leave garbage dumps all over the place. That's not good. No, it's not. But on the flip side of that, and interesting wordage there, no pun intended on this, uh, and this happened last month, uh, just, just like a week ago in Chicago, uh, a truck, a dude was driving a pickup truck and in a construction area and misjudged uh, the ramps. And it's really easy in Chicago. I mean, that's been such a clusterfuck for like my entire life. And and the, the construction in, in the downtown loop, uh, it, seriously, it's always been under construction. I went to school downtown. So 
in in the Chicago in downtown Chicago, and uh, it, it it's always been under construction. And then Katie and I just spent the last couple of years in Chicago, and we you know it, it's still under construction. And it's just like guys, when are you going to figure this shit out? And they really need to go like triple and quadruple decker that type of stuff. Like I would put, you know, go up into buildings and go up taller than buildings and, and shit like that with the roadways because it's really just so congested and it always has been. But dude's driving along and I don't know if he got cut off or he misjudged the lanes. And it's real easy to do because there's uneven lanes all over the place when it comes to construction in Illinois. Uh, and they just don't seem to have that part of it down to make a smooth surface so that people can actually drive. Uh, but, um, and it was always a complaint when I was working in Chicago on construction, but, uh, uh, the, he flipped his truck in the middle of the construction zone and it, it literally flipped over on its top and, and the, the, the cabin part of it was crushed because there's no, you know, there's no, I mean, there's some reinforcement in most vehicles, but not enough when you flip your truck like this and then skidded along the expressway and multiple people got out instead of just passing, (laughs) instead of just passing a car that's upside down with a person inside of it, uh, which the majority of people did, which I, on the video, I'm like, what the hell? Um, You know, nobody's stopping to help this guy. A couple of people stop and they, they get out and they're trying to get him out of the truck. And then other people on the other side of the expressway stop. And it was groups of guys and they're all these big guys and they're trying to figure out what exactly they can do for this guy that's trapped in his pickup truck upside down. And, um, and they were trying to like to, to kind of move the truck, but then they were worried about it crushing even more. And, and, you know, they're trying to figure it out. And then, uh, um, uh, uh, like a truck full of dudes, just like, like six or seven dudes, all these big guys get out of these, uh, suburbans that are on the other side of the expressway and hop over the barriers. And so they had like 15 guys that literally just pushed the truck over on its side so that, um, he could stand up in, in the vehicle and, and kind of like pry his way out. And while they're right. doing this, a, an off duty fireman showed up. So, and you can see all of it on, on YouTube, uh, or on video. Uh, and, uh, and so he's talking to him and, and he's helping him out as well. And so I, I just thought it was really cool that, you know, there's these moments that we're seeing so much douchebaggery in this world and that, you know, hopefully people are listening and paying attention that all of these things need our assistance between, you know, I mean, from, from pods of whales to, you know, a person who has an accident and you witness the accident, you know, these people, you know, need your help, need your immediately immediate help. And so do these animals. It's all the same. So I, I think it's cool that, that there, that there's actually people out there that are, it gives me uh, hope uh, with uh, humanity because I'm just so disheartened lately with um, human beings and their, behavior their lack of compassion yeah i think we're going back to it more i mean there was actually a time there where we were getting so politically correct and we still are that people were more worried about being sued by helping the person and causing a further injury than they were to help the person for a little while yeah then to actually help the person thing for a while but i think we've we've gone past that a bit but there was a time where you were afraid to help people because you would get sued for being part of the injury because you move somebody that you shouldn't and you're not a trained health person. And it was Correct. just uh, ambulance chasers were out there. And it was a scary time for all. But I think we've gone past that, thank goodness, because that was yeah. not a fun time whatsoever. But you're right. I think now, we're starting to we see now, more people we... help out now. Yeah. And it's groups of people like it'll be hundreds of people. It's not, you know, just like, you know, five or six, you know, it's like everybody is is now like not everybody, but, you know, at least 100 people were helping out the whales uh, on that because there had to be like 40 whales. And then this time it was like like 15 guys, you know, that that all just stopped in the middle of the roadway. And we're like, no, we're we're, going to help this dude. We're going to make sure this guy survives. So. 
Very cool. And he did survive. I like it. He was banged up and scratched up, but he did survive. Nice. All right. Well, let's jump into it. Um, we had the biggest biggest story last night, of course, was second debate. We had the okay. second debate last night with the Democrats in Michigan. What happened? Um, of course, we had Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, um, Bill de Blasio, uh, the Andrew Wang, um, Christian Gillibrand, uh, some other senator guy and some other governor guy. I don't remember. But uh, Governor I, Isley and one other person. So it was um, – Bill is going to be probably a pick on Biden night, and it was. I think everybody went after Joe pretty hard. Uh, I think some landed some punches and some didn't. I think right. he was a lot more prepared this time. He was kind of um, thought of his last debate as getting kind of took one on the chin from Kamala Harris. This time I think he was a lot better uh, with his answers. He still had some fumbling, but he had some good answers. I think Kamala Harris was a little weaker this time as well. Cory Booker I thought was a little wishy-washy. He was like, on one hand, we need to be nice. We, we're we the Democrats, and we're just giving ammunition to Donald Trump, and then he's going to attack Biden or something. So it's like he was kind of playing both sides of the fence. Uh, I think they were jumping on Kamala's health care plan a bit. The weird thing was they were kind of almost dissing on Obama's legacy for a while for uh, Obama's for Obamacare and things like that. And right. it was kind of a weird situation for a while, I thought. And then some other pundits said it. I don't know why they I, I, you know, that that has always bugged me. The verbiage is extremely important to me. And right. and you got to be really specific. And it's not Obamacare. It's the Affordable Care Act. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calling you out, Scott. I'm. I'm just saying in general, everybody's like, it's Obamacare, right. and no, it's not. It's the Affordable Care Act, and actually, it was. It was introduced in the '80s by Hillary Clinton when she was first lady. That's when all of this Affordable Care Act stuff started, and it was just the Obama administration that said okay to it. So she was trying well, to implement actually, this show a long time ago. Actually, it was based more on Mitt Romney's uh, Massachusetts health plan You're giving more than Hillary's giving back in the day. Some... I mean, Hillary was one of the first <laughs> persons who started to go for it. But the, I do not actually, like Mitt Romney. So Affordable Care Act was praise. based on the Massachusetts health care plan. Nice. So okay. That's, well, that's, no, that's, that's what I'm saying is so, that yeah. it's all, you know, that it's been, it's been back, right. you know, easily 30 years that they've been right. going, trying to do this, trying to get sure. something implemented. And it was just the yeah. Obama administration that was able to do it. So it's right. the Affordable Care Act. And, and so I don't know why they're going off on, you know, his legacy of that. It's just that some people can't afford the Affordable Care Act. And they right. weren't happy about not being able to keep their doctors. But a lot of that was the doctors. The doctors weren't willing to stay with that plan, weren't willing to go with the Affordable exactly. Care Act. So, right. you know, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of governors that, that wouldn't expand the Medicaid option, the Medicare option yep. that was out there. Yep. Uh, the governors in a lot of the Republican states wouldn't take part of it on. I mean, I got to give yep. a hand to John Kasich here in Ohio. He did take it on and made it better for a lot of Ohioans here. But uh, nice. yeah, it's it's it had some, it had every I think every plan in the start out had some bad things you're going to need to refine to it, but they just never wanted right. to refine it. It was fought every single way. So, and I don't think that where we're going toward with this Medicare for all, I don't I don't think it's the way to go. I think we need to keep the private insurance. Um, right. I think that's what they were getting on Kamala for. Hers phases out private insurance in 10 years and kind of makes a little difference. So uh, it, it was kind of, so she got in a couple of hits on herself last night. I think probably the underrated. Uh, I, I think we should night. keep, we definitely should keep private insurances and, and private doctors. I, I think that all of these things, you know, they're specialty doctors. I, I know different people. I know a brain surgeon and it's a specialty. It's what he does and it's what he does best. So, you know, we, we need to be able to pay those doctors and because he's a surgeon um, and and you need, you need to be able to pay him 
whatever the hell he's asking. If it's a, you know, if it's a specialty like that, and he's saving people's lives by doing brain surgery, um, then which is extremely difficult thing to do. Um, you know, you you need to be paid accordingly. And if the government isn't going to cover that, then private, you need to be able to be, be paid and you be, you need to be able to negotiate in anything, you know, in any business, but especially a doctor, you need to be able to negotiate any of these deals that you're doing. So I, you know, I, I totally believe, and it cuts into capitalism. So, you know, and I'm a capitalist. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I believe that we all need that and the big businesses need that opportunity as well, including insurance companies. So what can be covered via the government? And then if you want to pay more for that specialty, then great, you know, and then the insurances can cover that as well. So I totally agree with you. But I think that the, for the people that cannot afford any of this, we really need to take care of them. We just need to right. take care of them. Like, you know, just just have the government take care of them. I, dude, I, 45 just offered, and I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but 45 just offered Siberia or Russia. He offered Putin uh, monies and firefighters for the fires in Siberia. Once again, I was right. talking about that last week, how our permafrost up in the Arctic is on fire for the first time in 10,000 years. So he offered them, he offered Putin, and Putin said no, <laughs> which I think is awesome. Um, but uh, he said no to that. And then I'm like, why, why don't you just offer him a freaking rake? Because that's what you offered him uh, to California. California just had $30 billion in damage done because of wildfires. So, you know, you're not, you're not offering to, to, to cover that shit. All of that shit needs covered as well. It all goes into our health care because now there's breathing disorders and there are people that were killed and there are people that were injured. And all of that is, is going to come after what happened with the fires last year. So, and the same shit's going to go on in Russia. There's going to be a bunch of people that are sick. So this health care thing is really important for people that can't afford it and people that can't. And if you can, then you pay for the specialty, you know, and you work with your insurance right. companies and shit like exactly. that. But if you can't, you that's need what the public to be fucking covered. It's supposed to be all about. So, right. That's supposed to right. happen. Yep. So we'll see. That's, that's still going to be debated. Um, I thought Andrew Wang um, probably had the best line of the night. He's the one, if people aren't familiar out there. He's a smart him, dude. He is, the, uh, he is a smart dude. Andrew Wang's guy. a he's smart a, dude, uh, man. He's a he's really a smart dude. He can do math on like our president. <laughs> he's a tech millionaire, um, but uh, and his Sorry, plan is uh, to give everybody uh, eighteen and above a thousand dollars a month um, from the government, which is very controversial. Okay. But uh, his he has ways to. What do you mean for not for nothing? For. Everyone just gets it. They just Everybody get. just gets an incentive of some kind across the Everybody country. Everybody gets a very dictator Very dictator move to do. That's only $12,000 right, a year. I don't know if you can buy me for $12,000 a year. Not really, but it, it's supposed to be just a, a leg up, I guess, and it's supposed to be offset through taxes and other things. But that's his position. I'm not saying I agree with okay. anything. That's what he's running off of. But he did have right. a really good line last night. He said, uh, if we want someone in the office opposite of Trump, what's more opposite than a short Asian man who's good at reading and math? And I thought that was a pretty fun line. <laughs> no, so that's what I, that's that's probably, what I was just saying. That, dude. <laughs> that was yeah. my favorite no, line tonight, funny. I think. Um, they did funny. talk. I mean, this was in Michigan. And uh, one of the stats that we we're talking about, like Coral College and everything, one of the problems in Michigan right. last year is 2.64 million registered voters in Michigan did not vote in 2016. Wow. So that's what brought Donald Trump to victory. He only won Michigan by 10,704 votes. Uh, but that caused him to get all the electoral college off there. So wow. it's kind of, uh, that's why they think it's the electoral college is voter suppression why the Democrats up there. Democrats won this time. Michigan's having yeah Michigan's having problems racially forever uh, I mean right. even back to Motown 
So, yeah, I would assume that there was some serious voter suppression going on up there. Like they were taking away their polling places and not counting the votes and doing a whole bunch of fear monitoring. Right. And a lot of them weren't in interested the between they weren't interested in Hillary Clinton either. So they just decided not to, right. to vote. Yeah. Um, partially. Yeah. Too. There was that's, a lot of that's lot a of problem. I, I've seen that. I've seen that with um, people of color. Uh, doing that. And I actually have had conversations with uh, a lot of people that are Latinos on why they either don't vote or or why they uh, are are voting for something that they shouldn't be voting for just because they're, you know, financially conservative. So it's it's really interesting. And they are. They, they don't want to vote for something that they don't believe in. From what I can tell, right. It, it's like you know, but it, they end up voting against them, their own interests, which is what. But then they end, end up puzzling. voting against themselves. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It is very puzzling. It very, is very, very puzzling. puzzling. So anyway, like I said, that that was the debate. Um, I don't think it was any any home runs. I think everyone got a little hurt on it. A little everyone had a couple of good moments, and the next one, like I said, goes to September. Currently. The way it's got, I mean, we had 20 people in this debate, right? Two nights to 10 people. We talked yesterday a little bit about the new rules and the new rules where you have to have 130,000 individual donors, 400 of which need to be from 20 separate states, and you have to have at least 2% in four national polls, uh, which sounds like it's not a hard thing, but of all the 20 people that debated this time, there's only seven of them that have qualified for the next debate already. They have till August 28th. And then there's three on the fence and two long shots. So we could be down anywhere from seven to 12 in the next debate in September, which I personally like. I think we do have too many, and I'm glad to see it winnow down. Uh, yeah. It's kind of – I mean, you're, I'm out of two minds because the democratic process, anyone that runs that has the money and can do it, maybe they should be allowed to, but – Again, I think we need to be able to talk to serious candidates, too. Um, and if you're not making money, if you're not getting support in the polls, you're not really a serious candidate. You're just uh, you're serious in your own mind. And I, and I believe that you want what's best for the country. But if you don't have a chance in heck, I think you're just gumming up the system for everybody else. Right. We'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, that's we'll why. I, that's why I haven't run. That's why I haven't run. That's why we don't see early 2020. <laughs> I, I would just go. gum up the system for everybody else. No gum in the I would system. Make for an interesting de- I would make for an interesting debate, though. I absolutely would, would make for true. an interesting debate. So would I wouldn't put up with him circling me, circling me on stage I, I, like a shark. I would not put up with it. So right. I, I would have turned. I, I would have turned. First, I would have talked to the judges. I would have been like, please tell him to go back to his podium. He's making me uncomfortable. And then I would have probably punched him in the face <laughs> if nothing <laughs> happened. I, I would have just, you you know, that's why I think Buttigieg will be really interesting if some shit like that happens. If Buttigieg makes it all the way up, you know, to the to those final debates. So I think it'd be really interesting. He's one of the seven that, that are guaranteed in the final so far. He's one of the, he's one of the seven. I think the seven okay, guaranteed cool. are uh, Buttigieg, Warren, Sanders. Biden, Harris, Booker. That's six. I don't remember who the seventh person. There's seven people guaranteed in it already. There's three on the fence. The three on the fence is that Wang guy, um, I think, Kristen Gillibrand, and I think Tulsi Gabbard. Then there's two that have a small snowballs chance in hell too, I guess. So cool. But no, it's gonna be interesting. I'm we'll glad see what happens. That. that Buttigieg is already up there. Yeah, it's I good. am too. I'm glad to see him as yeah, part no, of the there's final a lot of people now. talking about him too. There's a lot of people talking about Mayor Pete and you had him on left to straight uh, uh what, like three four months ago? So, yeah back in April. You know, I had he, him back in April. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, his problem is he's not catching on with the black voters and you can't have that to win. I think he has great ideas. I think this is going to be a great stepping stone for him. I don't why think he's going he catching, to get the nominee. Why isn't he catching the black voters? What's um, the deal? I, well, I, 
I think it's because of problems back at home. When he first got into office, there was a problem with the black chief of police and something going on where, where they, he had to step down or Buttigieg asked him to step down and it was never really fully vetted out. And so that started, then they had an officer shooting two weeks ago, which didn't help matters there. And so right. he is just not able to do it. In the latest polling, <clears throat> he's got 0% black support. I mean, well, he's not even registering black support. <clears throat> and you I, can't you know, I, get the I'd recommend he start talking. He, he, I, he should just be, like, down in, in the neighborhoods. He needs to be down right. in the neighborhoods where all this is happening and really talking to these people on a one-on-one individual basis in order to get right. their support. Because then he can hear what their grievances are, and they can also see that he is, you know, a, a man of the people. Because he really is right. a man of the people, from what I can tell. He's tried to make. No, you know, I agree. A, I think he needs to get out there in better. those areas and uh, yeah. and, and preach because uh, he's got. No, he's got busy. A, that outreach. Well, he's he. That was his why he got so popular. I think is he was willing to be on every radio station, podcast, television show that's out there. He's got to do the same thing now for every black and people of color neighborhood across the country. Unfortunately, there's a lot more of those than there are radio shows and everything. But he needs to get out there and do the same way he attacks media. He needs to attack um, the neighborhoods and and just share his message. And like you said, media is a good way to get the word out. But yeah, he's got to he's got to really talk to the individuals. And make sure that they, yep. you know, are feeling safe with him as a candidate. So, right, it's it's really important. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We're at our halfway point here. Give us a call. We really? got about twenty five minutes. You can call in three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Here's little Brandon Stansell. This is for you. Begin to turn in the quicksand I can't run It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright I push and pull with all my mind But it feels like it's not enough It's gonna be alright You make me feel alright In moments and seasons We're caught in the deep end, yeah I need a hand to hold me Love me like you know me When it's hard, just breathe in You keep my
All right, guys, we are back. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Tell us what's on your mind. Uh, let's see, where should we go here? We're still in government. What's happening in government? Uh, well, we had um, North Korea fired off two more short-range missiles earlier today. No, they've been firing, um, they've been firing them off all day, I mean all week. They've been for, well, for like they, two weeks, right? Yeah, that's... Uh, well, it's, it's three times in one week. It started last Friday. Okay, three times in one week. the third time since last Friday. So, yeah, three times in one week. Okay. Short-range ballistic missiles. They're going about 250 miles or so into the ocean off Japan. Into yeah, um, the Sea of Japan. Right, Sea of Japan. And they are right. saying it's primarily for a show of force because next this month is when we always do those joint military exercises with South Korea every year, and I guess North Korea does this all the time. They stop when we're supposedly in negotiations, but since negotiations right. are done, they're back to doing it again. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it just is what it is. It just shows that uh, we have we have not done anything to move stuff along. He tries to make a big deal of it, but we have not uh, really moved any farther than we've been for the last 20 years with North Korea, unfortunately. Or more. Uh, right. 20 uh, years or more. Uh, yeah, North Korea has always been a problem, and, and that problem is because he owns or that family owns uh, 10% of the world's opioids. So they have 10% of the poppy fields of the planet. And so that's like 10% of the freaking heroin trade. So this is a, you know, these are just a, a big old drug lord dictator. And his people are treated like shit, and they're oppressed, and uh, he's just firing off weapons that he has. And, you know, we all know you have weapons. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point Japan is one of our allies. Um, they may just take care of it all by themselves. So, uh, you know, even though they weren't allowed to build anything, they still have our support. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm just like, you know, this guy is a, a punk. He's, he's just, uh, he's just, like I said, a drug lord. That's all he is. Right. Unfortunately, it needs to be, be freaking taken care of. Like, you know, yeah. he needs, it needs Japan to end. can't do anything though, because China has their back. Right so, so they no. can't do anything because China will squash yeah, him like a little bug. Unfortunately. <laughs> Well, supposedly Japan has our. I mean, we have Japan's back, supposedly. Right. But yeah, I, like I said, so, I don't think they would pull us into another war over that. So we'll see, have to see what happens. But it's just that that's been the stalemate all along. North Korea acts like a little punk. Yeah. Japan can't do anything. Japan's on the receiving end, and South Korea, who are both allies, but they can't do anything mm-hmm. because China has their back, and we won't do anything to China because right. they're another super. So it's just like one of those stalemates. China's really got have three billion people or something stupid. So, right. I told my so daughter when she was learning never different languages in, in like junior high, uh, when she was learning different languages, I was like, okay, first of all, learn Spanish um, because then you're able to communicate with a whole bunch of people. Uh, there's because Spanish is really close to Italian um, and then all of the derivatives of Spanish uh, you know, all throughout South America and actually all throughout Europe, uh, all those, you know, they, they've all got their own version of Spanish. So it's good right. to to learn that language and then learn uh, something Asian, learn, learn some Chinese. And uh, and yeah, she ended up uh, learning Mandarin. So. Um, I, you know, I was like, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about because there's so many of them that you're going to have to deal with them at some point in your life. And, uh, and actually the, the, she, she dates a lot of like Asian people. So I which I think is fine. Um, but I think it's yeah. really interesting how she you know, delved into that culture after I was like, yeah, learn Chinese. So, and she really enjoys that culture. I do too. I, and dude, I just had some Chinese food the other day. But you know, <laughs> I also went to I also went to a Korean I also went to a Korean restaurant the other day too. 
Oh, so. then then you know exactly. What it's fun, man. So you've been if you've been yeah. to the two restaurants, oh. you know Southeast relations better than anybody. <laughs> yeah, just just the restaurants alone. No, yeah, that sounded really bad. Um, but uh, new Korean restaurants are so much fun, man. It's all this buffet and everybody's everything's on fire and dude, it's awesome. Just had a blast. <laughs> I like I like Mongolian barbecues to be honest. Those are my absolute nice. favorites of all of all Asian nice. restaurants. But yeah, they're they're all good. What's the all dish? Good stuff. What's the dish that you like the best? Well, Mongolian barbecues were are where you take all the all your products and they cook it for you. So they have all the raw products. Um you have choice of like seafood, beef, pork, chicken. Um, lamb, things like that. Then they have all the and it's all like, uh, like right in front noodles, of you, kind of hibachi style. Right, they have all the vegetables and yeah. everything, and they have shrimp and stuff like that. And then you pick the sauces. They have like ten different sauces you choose from, like garlic and oil and hot stuff and different things. You kind of create your own flavor to it. Then they barbecue it all up on the barbecue and uh, cook it right in front of you. And so I, I personally like pork and chicken. With an egg and um, what you want to call it, uh, cabbage and bean sprouts and pineapple and um, carrots, and then I put a little spicy teriyaki type sauce on it, and that's my favorite. Nice. But you can do anything. There's so many different raw vegetables and meats and proteins you can use that you can really do a lot of different things. So I like it a lot. One of my favorites. All right, what else? Let's see. Speaking of Chinese, um, uh, good old 45 put an additional 10% tariff on $300 billion in Chinese imports starting uh, right. next month. So that's happening. Uh, I brought the um, Dow supposedly... down 200 points again today. So we lost 300 yesterday and 200 today. So we're probably back underneath the 17,000 mark again. <laughs> Um, fine. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I don't mean to laugh. I know a lot of people are suffering when that shit happens. Um, uh, but you have to expect it to happen. Uh, that's, well, yeah. that's what they control. Well, yeah, and stock market is not a good indicator. Stock control. market is for the richer people in the country yep. anyway. So that's yep. the, those people well, making Well, you know, it, it may have fallen also because Jeff Bezos, it, uh, it was like yesterday, what, how it yesterday sold person. off. Yesterday he sold off like one point one point six billion in in shares uh, from Amazon. Right, Jeff right. Bezos did. So right. that's going to affect some, you know. That's going to there's going to be some effect in in the stock market when stuff like that happens. That's a major company in the world, right? Doing that. Well, he so. he kind of hinted at it for a while. He's he's been doing it for the last couple of years now. He um he talked about it I think two years ago that he was going to be taking a couple billion out of his company. I mean, the guy right. owns a couple trillion billions there, but what he he took one point eight billion out <laughs> we don't in know July. Exactly what the number is. He took is. out right. um, like thirty three million last year, but he's doing it all to that SpaceX that he has, or the not SpaceX, but he does uh, blue. What's it called? Blue Origin. Now that's whatever Elon Musk. Company is, and he yeah. also does. Uh, him and his wife, or his ex wife now started that day one fund that helps homeless families and preschools. So they take the money they take out, goes to those two things, goes to charity and to a space program. So it's not like he's taking and putting in the bank, but yeah, he's taking a big chunk out. That's for sure. Just like, um, what do you call Microsoft guy takes out and does the charity every year. Bill and Melinda Gates take out more money of their um, stock every year as well, but it goes to their charitable foundation. So, I don't have a real problem with it. Uh, he's doing it to do different things, which is cool. I did see, though, in related thing that there was a um, theft ring that just got um, publicized. All the subpoenas just went out. In Washington State, they sold millions of dollars of Amazon.com products. Two Amazon delivery drivers were part of it. They unsealed these uh, court documents, and I guess it's like, since 2013, they've had two storefronts kind of posing as pawn shops that bought these goods from the shoplifters, and then they shipped them off to Amazon. It's like $10 million worth of 
stolen merchandise since 2013 from Amazon, and two of their delivery drivers wow. are part of it. So yeah, it's kind of wow. big, big, big news there. And Amazon's expanding into Ohio. It's just in our local paper today. Amazon is opening a new distribution center in Akron and another city. Akron really? is close to me. Um, Sixteen dollars an hour to start. But they're trying to get to that one day. They t- we talked about that a month or so ago. They're trying to get to one day delivery, so they're opening up all these new distribution centers. And they start them at fifteen bucks an hour, but you're running right. your bunnies off. But it's a uh, it's a good paying job. But they have two people, two of them coming to Ohio, which I thought was pretty cool. No, that's a really uh, good paying job for for Ohio, right? Yeah, definitely. No, that's a, that's know, good. With it's it's not so Florida. not so good a paying job in in Southern California, but exactly. it is a really good paying job in in, yeah, in Ohio, Ohio. It's great. Yeah, like it says cost of living. You can actually so survive on that. You can actually right. pay your rent. You can or your mortgage. You can actually pay your car. You can actually pay your credit cards. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You really can. So it's 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 kind of a good thing. So we'll see what yeah. happens with that. Uh, what else? And what he else should be bringing – I know we talked about that before where he was pulling out of places like New York, and that's exactly what he should be doing is going to areas that really need it, you know, the, the places that really need the jobs. And I don't know about right. Akron so much, but I'm assuming that it's a place that they can really use the jobs. So, And that's that's good. He should do that. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, the the whole New York thing that was going to be in Brooklyn area that's been <clears throat> building up like crazy already. So it has some decent jobs, right. and th- th- that was over taxes, tax breaks primarily. Why they decided because right. they got a lot of pushback from the local government on the tax breaks because Amazon does not pay taxes, and they try to get all these tax breaks. Their offset is they do create all these jobs. So if they're paying fifteen dollars an hour, right. yeah, that's great in a place like Ohio, Iowa. Nebraska, it's worth it. But in New York or L.A., it doesn't make any sense because you're right. It's not doesn't help the cost of living at all. So as long as they're doing it in, in a correct way, I have no problem giving them tax breaks and creating jobs in areas that need jobs. But right. uh, to create jobs that don't pay anything to that matches the cost of living where you're putting the, the uh, distribution center, that, that does not make sense to me. Um, right. I like it. I agree. All right. What else do we have? Um, what do you have Just over there? Weird, weird, weird thing in the Besides news. Besides oatmeal cookies. In the last couple of days, that's a little. Uh, Dude, I'm still thinking about that. the oatmeal cookies, and and I and once again, I I really wish they'd come out with the app where you could just hologram me the 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 oatmeal cookie through my phone. So that I could there actually enjoy the oatmeal cookie as well. That'd be great. There you go. Still thinking about them. It's I'm going to have stuff. to go like get some oatmeal cookies. Why? Why would you do this to me? Oh, that's why? so good. Now I think it's just I, spinning it's in service. my head. Now. It's a service. Getting oatmeal, to go to oatmeal cookie. cookie is a service. <laughs> All right. Let's see. This I thought was kind of. I've been following it the last couple of days just because it's kind of freaky, weird, and yucky. But. Um, right. A man in, I guess, where is it at? Let me find out. Missouri is being investigated. These two brothers, um, 135, 124, they're farmers, and they go around selling their cattle at different places. Well, they've um, been missing for two weeks, last seen at this guy's farm, and this guy admitted to moving their truck somewhere. Their their truck was found, like, away from the thing. Well, I guess they found remains of people on this guy's farm now they think it oh. might be these two brothers but i've been oh. following this for a while it's like you knew it was going to end in something bad just because uh. they haven't seen him in two weeks but yeah right. so so it's a sad thing so I mean, there's, we got still, sad there's still psychos out there, out there. yeah there's, there's still, still, there's still there. some psychos out there yeah I like to but, kill people and cut them up and bury them on their farm that's 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 yeah. awesome Wow! Exactly. Dude. These guys just trying to make a living selling their cattle out in Missouri or wherever the heck they're at, and you have a farmer. And I guess this guy—I mean, I, I didn't write it down for today, but I, I was reading the article like two days ago in my local papers where I first right. read about it. And this guy has like done other things before. He's like conned other people and done other stuff. And 
So he's not a well, good dude to begin with. But yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I would I would look on the rest of his farm for other things. Just do a sonar right. of his entire area. And see what you find buried. There you go, dude. All right, well, let's finish what Tupac Culture and we're out of here. We only have a couple minutes. Okay. Give us a call if you want five minutes left, 347-989-0126. Shannon really Doherty is not only coming to Riverdale, she's actually going to be part of 90210 now. She originally was not going to yeah. do it, but because of Luke, she is going back on that too. So she's well, really doing it. an they, homage. They already filmed that. Yeah, no, they already filmed that. Um, and she was gonna gonna be uh, a, a part of it, but not a really big part of it. Um, so, and then yeah, because of Luke's death, she decided to be a big part of it. So it's yeah. So that comes and, out like I said, this you month. Know, it's I've, August, I think, seventh is when that debuts. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's going to be happening very nice. very soon. But then one of my favorite things I heard today, I am a huge Patrick Swayze fan, always have been. And they have a new trailer that was released today for a um, documentary they're doing on him. It's, um, it's revealed through, it's through interviews with friends and co-stars. Um, I think they talked to Sam Elliott, Jennifer oh, sure. Gray, sure. C. Thomas Howell, Kelly inter- Lynch. Oh, Patrick so, Swayze? Is what Patrick you're talking Swayze, about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Sorry, it's like I, I'm, I thought I'm it was in, I'm still in like Luke Perry world. Sorry, man. I, I kind of floated oh, no, off. No, this is, uh, no, this I, is a I new documentary a called I Am Patrick Swayze. <clears throat> I'm Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. Okay. A huge Patrick Swayze fan for a long time. Yeah. And uh, I think we all. This is going to go. Are. Yeah. His his early childhood in Anybody Texas, that grew up his with personal him. life. Yeah. He was just a. He was a hardworking guy. I don't know if you ever worked with him, but all of these people are talking no. about how hard he worked and everything. And uh, he's just and supposedly a, a really, really integrity. nice guy as well. Yeah, had right. a lot of integrity. Exactly. He, he was a really, really nice guy on the set. Like he would take care of people. Like we you know Jennifer Grey. Uh, you know, she was really uncomfortable with a lot of the stuff that they were doing with the dancing. Right. So, and he's like, he really took care of her through all of that. <clears throat> from what yeah. I understand. De- uh-huh. Demi Moore said the same thing, said he was just the yeah. consummate actor and always, uh, he always felt like he had to work twice as hard as everyone else just to prove that he belonged there. He always felt like he was kind of a little bit of a fraud. Um, I think his <laughs> personal life was very interesting. He married that older woman, that dancer. She taught him to dance. And I think she was like 12 to 15 years older than he was. Um Totally in wow. love with her, though. Always devoted to her and everything. And uh, it was an interesting love story. I just remember reading about it way back in the day. And that's kind of profiled on here as well. It's going to premiere at the San Antonio Film Festival on August 2nd. And then it's going to be on the Paramount Network. Who knows who has that with all the cable channels out there on August 18th. <laughs> but it's called Yes. I, I was um, it, 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 I, I, people don't understand that they have to actually go and find the channel or the show now um, because there's so many places to see material. So you have to you, you really have to search for it. I, you know, I would start in different places like what you already have, Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is that you have. Um, right. And even your internet service, whatever your internet service is, just start there and search whatever the show is that you want to watch, because then it'll bring you to those channels and you'll be able to you know, view them one way or another. So either you're paying for the channel or you're not. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I found it really interesting the way the entertainment so business has, has changed because of, of streaming. Pop TV, there's a pop right. TV out there, I guess they're the ones that picked up one day at a time now. One Day of Time right. finally got released from Netflix, which I'm very happy nice. about. It should a great yeah. uh, Latin show that should that uh, should be brought back. And so Pop right. TV picked up. I never heard of Pop TV before. I don't know where the hell you can even find it, but I'm going to look for it. 
Um, yeah, just just Google Hulu it, or... and then and it'll send you exactly. It'll send you there. Yeah. It'll it'll send you to a location where you can actually start, you know, researching where you can actually see the show. It's gotten a little complicated because there's so much material, and there's so many um, uh, processors. Uh, they're uh, forgot what the whole. It's a, U, a UCP is what they call them. And they're processing because all they're doing is streaming. They're all they're doing is processing, processing the the information and then feeding it out to you. And and you know it's there's so many processors out there now. And, you know you right. got you like people like Cox. I mean C O X. You know they've been around forever. Cox is as far as a radio network is concerned, and then right. they shifted over to to TV and 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 it's streaming it's it's really not tv either because you can see it on your computer you see it on your phone so you know you, you really have to search out all of those uh, uh there really are shows the hundreds you of are interested of in watching anymore. yeah oh yeah, no it, there's it, so it, many processors yeah yeah so yeah anyway that's what else it. did you that's have on pop I culture have. besides Lori laughlin still fighting to not go to jail <laughs> Still fine to not go to jail. <laughs> See what happens there. It's just so stupid. Just that was just so dumb. Why would you? Why I I, I just don't. I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, let your kids get in on their own merit. Let let them do what they're gonna do. They're individuals. If they're really smart, then they'll get in on being really smart. If they're really uh, talented, then they'll the, get in the, on being really talented. The sorority though is is saying that that's a fake news story that they did not. Oh kick really? Out, that only. They did not Only kick her one out. of them was in the sorority, not the Olivia. The other one was in the sorority. Correct. And they said they did not ban her. So oh, good. That was the fake no, news. I'm glad that's, that's fake good. news. I'm glad. I'm glad that's I'm glad fake news. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't get caught on that. Yeah. So that's good. No, because you know they, she's like a straight A student. You know, I, I've right. said this before. She didn't. She didn't need her mom to screw up all of this that she's already accomplishing. <laughs> she's doing it by right. herself. So let her do it. Let your kid be an individual. Let her do what she's going to do. And on that, so, we will uh, leave you today, guys. Tune in tomorrow, our last nice. day of the week here, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern. Come stand on my soapbox with us, 347-989-0126. We'll be here for an hour tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by, Craig. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Have a great afternoon. Be everyone. nice We're to finish each up other. With David Hernandez, beautiful. Be beautiful to each other, guys. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace. Father in the sky and they're starting to align I see you passing by and we're slowing down the side Now my love is flashing by, all I see is flashing lights Cause you're right here by my side, can you feel it come alive? If this were a love song, would you be mine? I just can't get you off of my mind And I think about you all day
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.